Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Like, I was very attracted to him because I'm really into muscular guys who have really good jobs. So <laughs> Okay, so it's the new mentality that we only offer to split on a bad date. Katie's, like, trying to justify the fact that she just stabbed me in the I'm throat so with really, a dagger. I'm really sorry. <laughs> you did it to yourself indirectly as well. I did. You just led right into that. You led me right to I that. I put the knife in front of my throat and then Katie just said, <laughs> let me give that a tap. Well, you've never intro. Do you want to intro? No. <laughs> I knew you were going to say that. Adam, you can do it. We can switch off. All right, deal. I just, like, would laugh. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Adam, take it away. Take it away. Hello, 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 and welcome back to a new episode of Match Made in Manhattan with Katie, Colby, and Adam. Girls, how we doing? <laughs> how we doing today? <laughs> We're doing great. Oh, We're yeah? We're good. I'm quite tired. We're living. I'm freaking exhausted. I feel like that's kind of the, <laughs> the norm for us since we record on Mondays. We pick actually the worst day to record because Ever. all of us are completely dead by the end of the day. Yeah. So this is just and our endless rambling. I also have seasonal depression, so. As do I. You know, it just I, comes with the territory. I literally froze my Equinox for a month. That's when you know that I actually have really bad seasonal depression. I mean, I just keep letting myself down. I keep saying I'm going to have a chill weekend and I keep like promising myself during the week, I'm going to have a chill weekend. I'm going to catch up on sleep. I'm going to clean my closet and like do that. And then I totally just Friday comes and I just need a drink or something. And it just, the whole plan goes out the window. Katie, what did you text me last week? You said on Wednesday, I think. Actually, you sent it to the whole group chat. You were like, I'm going to have a chill weekend this weekend. No, I literally saw your Instagram story on Saturday of a martini and I was like, oh my God. <laughs> she FaceTimed me at a bar on Saturday I did, night. I did not move my couch Saturday. Like, move your, what? <laughs> 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 I didn't move from my couch Saturday. Colby really wanted to rearrange that apartment I did. on well, Saturday. Yeah, I did not do that. That's what I was supposed to do this weekend. I think the snow just excited me. I got very excited like about going out in the snow. I could not have been I had less the excited. Opposite, <laughs> I had the exact opposite reaction. I mean, I don't know what it was. I think it was just it, like snow days growing up. I always felt compelled to like do things like go out. But that's because glue. We, it was so different then. we could go outside in snow pants and go sledding with all your friends. And now it's just a major inconvenience. No, it's not even that. When we were younger, you would get something out of having like a, a snow, snow day. day. And now we can just work from home. So it's like, yeah. it doesn't even matter. I mean, I guess it was Saturday anyway, so maybe it would be the sledding being the exciting thing. But people did go sledding. Did you see that? Yeah, I there, actually saw a lot of people sledding. There were a of lot of injuries. Um, really? My sister sent an article, and my one of my sisters is a nurse, and she said that they had a bunch of kids come into the hospital with head injuries and a like broken bones from sledding oh my god this weekend yeah in new york or in boston in boston okay but i'm sure there was stuff going on here i saw too. a video of some like child 
sledding down the steps of a brownstone. Oh my god! I was kind of wondering how do people bring their kids to sled in the city? Well, well, there were people in Central Park. Oh yeah, because there's hills in Central Park, but like outside of my apartment in Battery Park, which is literally built off of the island of Manhattan, it's completely flat. But there were people like sledding. They would (laughs) just like they're like the dad would be dragging a cord of the sled across the thing, and there'd be people. There were people sledding in the water fountain of Washington Square Park. Yeah, also that snowball fight there actually looked like my worst nightmare i would have hated that and i saw so many tiktoks of people being like so excited Best to go to the snowball ever. fight i know i was like i could if somebody imagine getting face, nailed with a snowball it's giving I what was festivus vibes mm-hmm. Wait, what's festivus at elon there was this day where people would go roll around in mud <gasps> for fun oh my god they called it festivus i don't know why it was very much for the athletes i feel like right yeah it was, I don't know, really, but I mean, obviously. That just sounds like a straight anybody, small school. Anybody could go, but you literally just went and rolled around and like wrestled in oh a God. mud puddle. Yeah, I you guarantee just guarantee there were no gays there. Get drunk and roll around yeah. in the mud. Yeah. I don't know. It I don't sounds know, Adam. like my worst nightmare. I would certainly not attend. Did we ever? I don't think I ever went. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> I did not. To <laughs> Festivus. It sounds like my worst nightmare. <laughs> Yeah. Well, we made the most of the weekend. We did. I mean, I had to go out on Saturday. I went to a beer garden. You I tried had to, to. I tried to skip it, and then I got a call saying, you need to come. It's your one of your best friend's birthday parties. I was like, mm. fine. I, I was, don't know. I was so ready to have our movie day that you had promised, and then it just didn't happen. When did I promise? Did I Because I said, oh, everybody can come over and sit on my sectional, and you go... Or we could go to my apartment because I stocked up on snacks. So and then everybody was like, "Okay, we'll go to Katie's." Katie, I was I have receipts. I will pull the checks. <laughs> I was literally obliterated when I said that. Like, if I'm drinking, I cannot be. My promises do not hold any merit. I know. I FaceTime Colby and I were FaceTiming early on Saturday morning, and we were like, "Okay, like let's have a movie day. We'll wait for Katie to wake up. We'll give I her ended a call. up having a movie day. Well, I didn't I even go out. Adam. I didn't leave my apartment until or like leave to go to that bar until seven. So we could have had the day. Could we? Well, no, we couldn't. I was a little busy. <laughs> could we, Katie? <laughs> <I was busy. laughs> you gonna lie to the pot like that? <laughs> no, I didn't. <laughs> Katie said, "I will not tell a lie." Uh, <laughs> she I met just a, will not tell the truth. <laughs> I met a friend. My face is so red right now. <laughs> <laughs> I really called you out so quick. <laughs> anyway, yeah, I was a little busy on Saturday. I guess Katie was the busy. Day. Leave that to your imagination. Well, just until like two p.m. Yeah, you didn't. You pulled a classic, Katie. You didn't text us until like four p.m. Yeah, everybody was and like, "Is Katie alive?" Also, we all then mochi you for dinner, and then Katie emerges <laughs> at like four, and she's like, "Yeah, I think I paid last night. Not sure." And we were like, "Yeah, we paid you." <laughs> like five hours ago. Hey, I was having a true snow day. I mean, nothing. Doing nothing. Well, nothing. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Moving on from Katie's Saturday that she ruined our movie day with. Actually, Colby I, did invite me for movie day, but I got dragged into a beer garden. Yeah. So Colby's the only one who actually I had a movie day. came through with her promise. I watched yeah, three movies. Watch? I watched Sex in the City 2, which is the longest movie ever created. Um I really didn't enjoy my viewing experience. I couldn't wait for it to end, honestly. (laughs) And then we watched 
a documentary about that guy in Colorado who killed his wife and two <gasps> children. Wait, I've seen this. I it's um happily the something next door. Um yeah, the family next, next door, door or something. I knew the story obviously because it was so publicized and horrific, and I knew that there was a documentary, but I just never watched it. And I'm not even kidding. I think I had my hand like over my face the whole time because I was just it's crazy. shocked. After that, I knew that I would not be able to sleep if I <laughs> tried after watching that. So we watched Home Again, that movie with Reese Witherspoon. I watch that all the time, actually. It's so cute. It's really wholesome. And that one guy is so cute, Harry. Really hot. Yeah. The young one. The tall one. Quotes. I think I've ever seen these young. movies. Oh. I guess I got to check them out. You should watch that one, actually. It's really good. Yeah. It's just a good movie. It's like a movie, like an airplane movie, you know? Okay. Yeah. Like you would watch it on movie. the plane and you wouldn't feel like people behind you were like, what the heck is she watching? It's like a good one. Do you think it's- about that when you're on planes? Yes, I do. Yep. Whenever oh, I watched Sex in the City or was watching Sex in the City. Is it in the city or and the city? Sex, Sex- in the city. No, sex and the sex city. Sex and the city. Sorry, I had to think about that. It's like the it's the um the Bernstein Bears effect. You know what I'm talking about? This is called the Mandela effect. And the Mandela effect is a phenomenon that makes us question even the most mundane memories from the past. Like you thought this your whole life. Like it's this and yeah. then you see it and it's proven other otherwise, but like many people have the same memory that just didn't actually happen. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yes. So but it's sex and the city. It's sex. I and think we the confirmed city. that. Yes. S A T C. Oh sex yeah, yeah. And the city. Okay. Well, so I wa- was watching that, and then there was like a really raunchy sex scene happening, and I was thinking about the people sitting next to me and behind me, and what they were thinking about yep. me watching this while I was on the plane to Spain. So I quickly exited out of it and started watching. I don't even remember what else. I feel like I'm a menace to society on flights. I just, you know, I have like full eye patch on, like full skin mask. Like, do they consider that though when they're like putting movies on planes? Like kids sitting behind us watching explicit shows. Well, honestly, you can't really see. I guess unless you're really creepy. Unless you're next to the person. Well, if if you're in the middle seat behind... You can see through the crack. Right. Oh, I definitely creep and see what other people are watching. I try to get ideas of what to watch. Well, yeah. It's like when thing. you're at the restaurant and you haven't ordered yet. You They're look looking around for and see ideas it. Right. what to order. Yeah. I just need some inspiration. Yeah. So, yeah, well. Hmm. Interesting huh. thoughts, guys. Interesting thoughts. But first thing that we want to talk about. Speaking of sex in the city. <laughs> Speaking of sex in the city. Yeah. <laughs> this morning, Rihanna. Is that how you say it? Rihanna? Rihanna? Rihanna. Rihanna. I think I it think. actually is Rihanna. Oh. Rihanna. I've always thought it was Rihanna. I think everybody I like- says it that way, but she pronounces it Rihanna. And she, yeah, when she's in interviews and she is asked, she says Rihanna. Anyway, Rihanna and ASAP Rocky are expecting a child. She stepped out this morning. In an elaborate outfit. What did you think about the outfit? The pink. I looked it up on the real real. What it's was a, it? Chanel? It's a vintage Chanel jacket. Yeah. Chanel and then the jewel situation and then her belly just out there. I know. She must have been so cold. And also her jeans must be ruined. The bottom. Yeah. Like, Wait, I didn't but even she notice that part. Fabulous. She looked amazing, but her jeans were very much like I had to look and see if she was wearing shoes. I, was I also oh. really appreciate 
that there was no mystery. She just came out in a crop top with her pregnant belly hanging out and was like, yep, I'm pregnant. I told the girls I didn't even know that she was in a relationship. (laughs) I truly do not know how. I really live under a pop culture rock, I feel like. They've been pretty public about being out and about together in the city. Yeah. Like over the past year. Interesting. I'm just so bad at pop culture somehow. Well, luckily you have Colby in your life. Remember when they went to Barcade on St. Mark's Place and she got rejected by the bouncer? Why? She didn't have an ID. Yeah. And he was like, I can't let you in. (laughs) <laughs> she's like but i'm she's Rihanna. like look at my face and you know who i am right wow. i mean in a way guess i kind of appreciate that they didn't treat them any differently yeah but true. also that's ridiculous like obviously yeah so she stepped she, out this morning where were they did you see the photos like where yeah i couldn't tell I where it was paris that was. it looked like paris no they're here yeah oh really I think in the city in i thought they were here no huh i gotta look at this now I assumed it was New York, but... I really liked her yeah, jacket, she's though. It's just me being presumptuous. Daily Mail. Rihanna is pregnant. Singer shows off bare baby bump in freezing NYC. Oh, okay. Yeah, she must have been cold. That Does was my first Does she live thought. here normally? Is that... Well, isn't she from the Bronx or some surrounding... No, or Queens? That's Cardi B. Like Cardi B's from... Oh. Uh, Cardi B's from the Bronx. I see. I'm just going to not comment on pop culture Cardi, things anymore Cardi. because I know nothing. <laughs> <laughs> Wow. Under my umbrella. I wonder Ella. how far along Ella. she is. I went to a Rihanna concert one time, and she was so late. Oh, really? I think like over an hour late, and it was when I was in high school. And my friends and I took the train in from my town, and the last one was at midnight. Mm. And we were panicking that we weren't going to see the whole concert before we had to leave because it was approaching midnight and she there were rumors swirling in the crowd that she was flying in from New York which who knows maybe she was just flying in for the concert Mm -hmm. and things got delayed but it was such a good concert I'm trying to find her first like I remember listening to her in high school this one specific I used to not be allowed to listen to that song but this when album. my friends and I were alone. Music of the Sun in 2005. Oh, I remember Ponder Replay. That yeah. was way uh, before high that. school. Yeah, I guess we were in all... I remember being obsessed with Ponder. I could probably yeah, sing Ponder every single Replay. word right now. That was like middle school. Yeah. Famous DJ song Ponder My mom Replay. used to hate the song Umbrella and whenever it would come on in the car. Why? She thought it was so annoying. Under my umbrella, Ella, wow. Ella, eh, yeah. eh, eh. That's the one. The way that articles describe things. What does it say? The singer wore an $8,000 pink Chanel coat that was only buttoned at the very top with no shirt underneath. <gasps> How do they know God that there's forbid. no... She could be wearing a... Like a I don't know. How some some kind of, yeah, crop situation or she something. She seemed unbothered by the cold, despite the fact that the high temperature for that day, today, was just 32 degrees Fahrenheit, and it was starting to snow as they walked around. Reporters are so funny. Like... Well, this is actually, I don't know how I landed on this, but this is like a, this is a um, not American news source. This is oh. like the Daily Mail. It's Daily Mail CO dot UK. So it's yeah, like UK. I yeah. think the Daily Mail itself is UK. Based. I feel like the Daily Mail. That's why it's pretty ruthless. I feel like it's a horrible publication. I don't know why yeah. that's my first. That was the first oh, one I saw under top stories. Or is it on Snapchat or on new, the news app? No, this app? is on Google. Oh, so. interesting. 
I read all of my news via the Daily Mail Snapchat. Really? Much. Is my primary Shay news They would be source. happy. I know. Huh. Keeping well, anyway. Them in business, keeping them afloat. I'm glad that some someone out there is happily in love right now. Because We're definitely not. We have been <laughs> swinging and missing as of late. Well, not we me. Well, not Katie. Not Katie's, me. Katie's swinging and hitting. Uh, Colby and I we'll are see. I don't swinging and it. missing. Um, but Colby and I have been actually putting ourselves out there a lot. I'm so proud of you guys. Really We're am. giving it a try. <laughs> My therapist is also proud of me. <laughs> <laughs> she said she's proud of me in our last meeting. And I said, thank you. That really means a lot. Um, but that kind of goes into our topic today, which is the concept of getting rejected and how to feel okay about getting rejected. The reason being because Colby and I got rejected this week. Yes. Yay. I'm sorry. Sound the applause. Katie is over here grinning. <laughs> yeah, Katie can't stop smiling about her Saturday. Can't her really week, love affair. Her, her weekend rendezvous. No, we, we should definitely dive into it, though, because I feel I've been there, obviously. Like anyone dating in New York. Has Katie's been. like, guys, it's OK. I've been there. It's going to be OK. You know, guys, I'll tell you how to not get rejected. Just uh, be shit. me. Just be me. Colby and I both got unmatched on Hinge this week. And we noticed because... I actually went on a date with the guy that unmatched me, which was a major blow to my ego. Um, I emailed it to my therapist and said, this is for our (laughs) topics of conversation this week. Um, And then Colby, what happened with yours? Well, I just am incredibly confused by what happened there because I was like, oh, it seemed like maybe it was an easy thing to do. And I thought maybe I did it because I've accidentally swiped to the side of the messages and it looks like it'll just go away. But then I actually tried to do it and you have to like confirm your decision twice. (laughs) And I was like, all right, I definitely did it on accident. (laughs) No, I thought that I did it. But because I still had a message from him in my notifications thing. We had exchanged like three messages and he was telling me that he was coming back from Colorado he was there for the weekend and asked how my weekend was, whatever. And I answered it. Then he responded. And then I went to go reply and it said, this message is unavailable. <laughs> and I was like, what? That's so weird. And then I went in and it was completely gone. But then today I was back on or I opened the app again and he was the first person there. And it said just joined at the top. I think he deleted the app or he got a new phone. I, I know that's like we shouldn't jump to that. But the fact that he it said just join. I feel like you I have to like deactivate your yes, account. Yes, he would have had to deactivate the entire account to have it. So what? He had to start start over. Do you think he was just trying to start fresh with the messages? I like, what's guess. the point of that? Maybe he was a West Elm Caleb and he was talking to a billion girls Maybe. and he was like, "Let me just scrape the the plate clean." I don't know because that's he had to deactivate the account because he came back up on Colby's thing in terms of her swiping through people. Also, and it said if just you joined. unmatched someone, why would it come up again? Yeah, no, so I think exactly I think he deactivated his account, he like didn't, fully deleted. But that it. is so suspicious. Yeah, it's weird. And maybe he was a catfish, and he has multiple accounts or something That's like true. that. That could be a theory. Yeah, maybe this isn't even him. It's the some thing, random person. The in, account. The answers looked the same. Oh, they did. Yeah, and the photos. What a mystery! I know that is such a mystery. But now we've decided, though, that you're not going to message him. Oh, no. I, she's she's just, not going to like him. I no. mean, she's, she right. X'd him, right? You X'd him? Yeah. Yeah. You X'd him? You're like, see you never? She has to. That's the only option. <laughs> oh, I guess If she right. liked no, him, I, I would literally punch him. you in the throat. I would I feel mean, it. why would I do that? <laughs> That's true. Yeah, exactly. 
No. If he likes me and he's like, I don't know what happened there. Do you think that yeah. maybe he was looking, he was unrelated to Colby on the app with his previous profile Someone like didn't swipe on him because I've heard this like happen before when a guy or a girl doesn't get a person that they wanted to get, they'll like delete it and re-download it and try to find them again. Like if that creepy. is like, the really case, creepy. that's freaking weird, and but, he's a red flag for that. If that was yeah, the case, because I've never heard of any of these stories. Somebody deleting the entire app just to try to rematch with somebody—that's yeah. So I just weird. was like, wow, this man is gone. Like that's just so pressed. I'm not here for it. I'm over it. I mean, I heard that. Well, do you want to talk about your date? Ugh, yeah, I'm literally so annoyed <laughs> by it. I basically, so I went on two dates last week. I, I guess kind of three, actually. Well, Friday's was more of like a friend date, I feel like. It was this guy who saw me on TikTok and DM'd me, and we had mutual friends from college. So we got drinks on Friday. But then the week weekend before, I went on a date with this guy on Sunday from Hinge, and he was really attractive. He was an anesthesiologist. And I was really into him. And he had a horrible dating app profile, which is completely my type, because then I'm like convinced (laughs) that they're going to be better in person. And he had no social media presence. So I literally could not find him anywhere online, which is a big thing for me, because I can normally just have somebody's first name in their place of residence. No, that that, it's even better for me, because then I'm intrigued. And I'm like, this is a mystery that I can't solve. And I need to get out there and see what it is. But because we had basically no communication before, like we really didn't text. We didn't have the, we had banter. Remember that's the one that I talked about. We had banter. Oh, actually that's the episode that got deleted is the one where I talked about our banter. Oh God. Basically like a 360 degree view of this guy. Three of our episodes have been deleted. So yeah, that's true. It it could be better. Could be better. Um, No, but this is the guy is like a brief 360 degree overview where we matched before Thanksgiving and then we would exchange two messages and then he would wait a month to reply to me a full month. And then reply to the last message I sent him as if we were solving the conversation. Would he see your message or would he just not even open it? I don't then? think there's a red receipts on Hinge. That no, I, you can't. That I can see. Oh, see. oh yeah. it's on Hinge. This is on Hinge, exactly. Oh, and so, for some reason I thought, oh, he doesn't have social media. Yeah. Never mind. So we were, we because we had just exchanged two messages or so on Hinge. He liked me first before Thanksgiving and then I liked him back and then he messaged me first. And then a month later in December, he did the thing where he replied to me. And then we exchanged two more messages. He doesn't respond to me again until a month later, mid-January, so a couple weeks ago. And then basically, I respond to him. And I'm like, so do you always wait a month to respond to guys on Hinge? Or am I just really special with a (laughs) winky face or something like that? And then he said, haha, you're getting the premium subscription, to be honest. And then I said, I want a refund. And he said, you can't get a refund, but I'll like you can get a compensatory drink to make up for it. And I was like, oh, my God, this is phenomenal banter. Like, I don't even need him to have social media. I can have him have this horrible dating app profile. Like, this is really me and this banter. You're like, I have him exactly where I want him. (laughs) I was like, this is perfect. This is absolutely perfect. And so then we are planning to go on the state. I'm like, okay, well, am I going to be able to redeem this drink next month based on my previous service with or my previous experience with the service? Or is it going to be soon? And he was like, expires in seven days. So make your decision quick. And so then we set a date for Sunday and then Sunday comes around. We had exchanged basically no messages leading up to it. And so then Sunday, he doesn't even text me. Was this the one where you didn't even, you were like, is it happening? Yeah. I was like, is this date even happening? This is so weird. And then, and also I get really bad dating anxiety. So the entire day I'm like, what the hell is happening? We know this. This is so weird. Yes. The pod knows I have really bad dating anxiety. And of course I said, yeah, just don't go. (laughs) Colby was like, honestly, just don't go. Colby's like, perfect. Just don't go. I actually then saw... Tinks posted, she ha- shares my mentality. What'd she say? She said that if some, I screenshotted it, actually. 
because somebody asked in her Q&A. She would say and that. That's she a very said, she was like, your time is valuable if they don't confirm by like 3 p.m., then just assume it's off. And I was like, I'm not alone in my suffering. Okay, well, I should have done that, honestly, given how this ended up going for me. But basically, it's 6 p.m. and our date's supposed to be at 7. And I'm like, all right, fuck it. I'm just going to text him and suck it up. And so I text him and I'm like, hey, are we still getting drinks at 7? And he had picked the place and everything. And he was like, yeah, absolutely. Like, is is 7 still okay with you? And I was like, okay, guess it's happening. He texted me back pretty much immediately. And so we go on the date and I thought that the date was fine, which is why I'm so confused. And I thought he was pretty hot in person. He was shorter than me, though which isn't the biggest deal because I thought he was attractive because he was a pretty big dude in terms of muscles. And Did then, his height match his profile height? Did he lie? Yeah, he lied. He said he was 5'10", and he was not 5'10". He was definitely 5'9". So he was shorter than me? Yes. Oh, my God. Cool. 100%. Yeah. He was 5'8", he 5'9", was for sure. I lie about my height on my <laughs> dating app. By how much? I'm 5'9 and 3 quarters, and I say that I'm 5'9". That's just like okay, not that's a lie. That's fine. That's fine. You're allowed to do that. I say I'm 5'11 because I'm 5'11. This guy said he was 5'10 and he was actually 5'8, 5'9. So just to preface that, he lied about his height. But he was big in terms of muscles. So I feel like he appeared larger than he was. Yeah, Does that I've, make sense? I've experienced that before. Yeah. And so we have this date. It's like two hours. We get two drinks. And the way it ended, though, was kind of weird because at the end, I was like, oh, do you want to get the check or should we have another drink? And then... He was like, oh, no, like, I'm good. Like, I have to go cook dinner or something. And he had already he'd been telling me that as an anesthesiologist, I guess he starts work at like 6.30 a.m. on like during the weekdays. So I was like, OK, maybe this isn't that weird. But I feel like if you're having like a decent date and we were having a pretty good what date. What time was like, it at the end? It was nine, nine-ish. I feel like you could have gotten one more drink. I agree. So I thought that, that was weird. So then I ended up walking home to punish myself because I was like. Did you pay? <laughs> Did he pay? That is the other thing that pissed me off is I was owed a compensatory drink and I offered to split, of course, to be nice. And he was like, yeah, that sounds good. And I was like, <sighs> are you fucking kidding me? This guy owed me a drink for all the shit that he's struggling me along with. And then he didn't text me after. And so this was just major blows to my ego, obviously. So he didn't text me after. And then I noticed the other day that he had unmatched me on Hinge. And I was like, is this guy serious? You're not getting your next month's worth of messages. I know. I, so now he's not going to message me a month from now. That was my theory. I was like, okay, he didn't text me back, whatever. Maybe he'll message me a month from now. And I'll just assume he's a fuck boy and that we're just going to end up like hooking up or something like casual. Nope. I got unmatched on Hinge. So um, that is how my date ended. And that's the first time that's ever happened to me. I was like, I'm pretty upset about yeah. it, honestly. What a I'm, jerk. Yeah. You I don't just, deserve that. You deserve better. I know. Would you I'm, have preferred if he would have texted you and yes. been like, obviously like you're not my type or something like that i don't know or just nothing well the unmatch is like so rude like just very harsh say nothing it's very final yeah he was really cleaning shop in his uh in his okay we've all been there with our hinge profiles handing our phones to friends to get their opinions on which prompts we've chosen and which photos we have and in which order i mean i did that before i met my boyfriend on hinge but with the voice prompts you can help your friends even more with the voice prompt my best friends take on why you should date me you can lean on your friends to hype you up to potential matches guys I think I need to update my Hinge profile. I think it's like getting a little stale. Will you take a look? Colby, we need to add the My Best Friend's Take On Me voice prompt to your Hinge profile. <laughs> It'll be fun. Let's do it. Okay, Colby, tell me when you're recording. 
Okay. Okay. Speak. My take on Colby. Colby is a down girl. Anytime you want to do anything, try a new restaurant, go to a workout class, go for a walk, chill at home. Colby is your girl. Katie, what do you think? Give her some hype. Colby is always down. That's true. You actually took mine. <laughs> But she's also extremely loyal. She's easy to talk to. Colby is a great listener. Colby's the best. If you're listening to this, you need to date Colby. Oh my God, I'm blushing. Yeah. I think I'm going to get a lot of likes from that. Asking your friend to answer this voice prompt for you can be such a great way to bring encouragement and levity to your dating life. Download Hinge and try voice prompts today. Then find someone worth deleting the app for. With our upcoming trip to Paris, the girls and I need to brush up on our French skills, and we are so excited to be partnering with Rosetta Stone to help make us pros by the summertime. Rosetta Stone is the most trusted language learning program available on desktop or as an app, and it truly immerses you in any language you want to learn. I'm personally so excited to learn French with Rosetta Stone because it's so easy. I can do it right on my phone. It's built-in true accent feature gives you feedback on your pronunciation, which I think is so helpful because pronouncing things is always difficult for me. And Rosetta Stone's process is designed for long-term retention of the language. So I'll be speaking French forever and ever. It's an amazing value. Lifetime membership has all 25 languages so no matter where life takes you in the world, you'll be covered and speaking the language in no time. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, Matchmade listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com slash today. That's rosettastone.com slash today for 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com slash today today. J'adore Rosetta Stone. (laughs) Now back to the episode episode. Dry January might be over for now, but if you're looking to cut back or cut out alcohol this year, keep listening. Recess Zero Proof Craft Mocktails are the perfect alcohol replacement, seeing as though they're a totally guilt-free but delicious way to unwind. So if you're the kind of person who likes to be social but doesn't want to drink alcohol, holding a can of Recess will do the trick. With 0% alcohol, real fruit, only 25 calories or less, naturally sweetened with agave and infused with functional ingredients that taste just like your favorite cocktail cocktails without the alcohol, recess is the perfect way to either unwind at home, at a dinner party with friends, or Mm -hmm. in between drinks for alcohol moderation. I loved the watermelon mojito flavor, and I think you will too, so you should definitely check that and their other flavors out for yourself. Get 15% off recess mocktails now at takearecess.com slash matchmade so you can enjoy your favorite cocktails without the consequences. Check them out. Yay, recess. Woo! But he also, when we were on the date, I was kind of like, this reminds me of the guy that I was seeing for two years. Like, Why? Then, he just, there were just red flags, I feel like. His behaviors. Just his behavior. Like, he just seemed very fuckboy-esque. And, like, okay, this is what it was. It's it's more of a gay thing, though, so it's not going to be as relatable to the pod. But I feel like he didn't seem that comfortable in being gay. Like, mm. he seemed very, like, hyper-masculine. Wasn't completely, like, he was definitely out of the closet, which is a, Red or green flag because I've obviously dealt with the opposite before and it's led me quite astray. But um, he just didn't seem that comfortable in his sexuality. I feel like which was kind of a red flag to me. I was like, this seems like a situation similar to what I was dealing with with X Y Z for two years. So yeah, um, I don't know. That was kind of the. But I was like, this guy's so hot. Like I was very attracted to him because I'm really into muscular guys who have really good jobs. <laughs> So, <laughs> and we also had a lot in common. Hey, though. so am I. Colby, I call you. <laughs> yeah. yeah. 
Sounds sounds good. We're all we, the same way of life. Do we all have the same type? So then, no, I think we actually do. Because Katie will usually show me a guy, and I'm like, oh, yeah, that's a pretty hot guy. Can I jump in there? Maybe we'll have a little menage a trois. <laughs> hey, you should have joined on Saturday. I gladly would have. Just text me next time. Well, so back to you saying that the end of your date was weird. What do you dread more? The intro to a hinge date where you're like doing the weird looking around thing, making sure that you're finding the right person that you're supposed to, or the end if you're not really sure what's going to happen. The end. I get so stressed out about the end of a date. Really? Because I feel the the end is sometimes better because you're usually like two drinks in. and Okay, wait, let me explain. Because <laughs> you're a little loosened up, you know? You guys might agree with this. I feel like I have a different answer to that based on the season. The reason being because in the winter, if we're on a date and we have a couple Uh, drinks, let's say it's a first date, like I'm not necessarily going to go home with the guy on a first date. Actually, I really don't do that at all, which I feel like you guys don't either. So I'm on it. Do you know me? He's like, "Um, you're wrong. I'm going to at least make out with the guy. Okay, that okay. See, I would, I would also. I gotta test drive the car. I would also test drive the car to be honest. Before I drive it off the lot, I would do it. But in the winter, it's hard because let's say you get drinks or dinner or whatever. At the end of the date, normally in the summer or something like that, you can kind of continue the date easily by either going on a walk or like going to grab dessert somewhere or something. Or going to another bar. Or going to another bar. In the winter, you just can't do that. When it's twenty degrees outside, you're leaving the restaurant or the bar, and you're standing out there with your coat, and you're kind of like, okay, so. Yeah, and, and you if, have all these clothes on, and it's yeah, like, and it's like you don't really know the person that well. They yeah. don't really know you that well. So that is very. Fair. Maybe they want to make a move, but they it's harder don't know how to you're tell feeling. body language. I feel like too when you have like when you're in a padded parka and, and like <laughs> no, <laughs> I, I, hat. I feel like yeah. you have to make the game plan at the table. Yeah, which is stressful. Yeah, which is daunting. 100%. I've also ended up getting all of these TikToks recently about people saying that they're just learning that you're supposed to offer to split the bill or they're like I've never offered to put my card down on a date Mm -hmm. I always do but that's another thing that stresses me out is when the bill comes I I get stressed about that too but especially in gay dating because it's kind of ambiguous on like yeah and so many people though in the comments are like yeah don't put your card down is it weird to offer to split well Putting your card down and actually and offering to split are two well. That's what things. that's what I mean. But like when you do the awkward like you should always reach for your wallet thing. You definitely should offer, unless it's so okay. Let me on this one over the weekend with this guy that I was seeing over the weekend. We went to get bagels together, but it was one of those places where you like go to the cash register mm-hmm. and then you bring it and sit down. At this point, he was in front of me, so he just ordered and paid, and I didn't even offer. But I didn't feel bad about it because it was kind of like just the way yeah. he was in front of me. You know what I mean? I would not feel bad about that. I wouldn't that. feel bad right, about it either. Right. But if I, I love were, it when people pay yeah. for me. <laughs> but if I were sitting at a table and there was a waitress involved, because it's almost like she comes over to both of you and like looks at both of you sort yeah. of thing. And then I would be like, do you want to split it? I don't know. I think it just depends. It depends on the vibe and like how it's going. I agree. Because I also think if if it's not going well, if it doesn't go well, you should definitely offer to split it so that you don't feel pressured into continuing anything with somebody. Because I feel like sometimes that comes up. Like if I know that a date goes really poorly that I'm on, I definitely try to split it because I don't want to feel guilt after when this guy is clearly really into me and clearly I'm kind of like half in, half out or just not into it. Yeah. You don't have to owe anyone anything. Like even, even just 
what's it called? Like not even like he probably won't even say anything, yeah. but just like on your conscience. Okay, so it's the new mentality that we only offer to split on a bad date. <laughs> I hmm. I think it's always nice to offer. I get pissed off when they accept the offer though so I'm unsure about the right answer to this yeah I think you offer and if the guy accepts it then that's depending on who the it's I who just, you are I, I don't know. cringe thinking of like having flashbacks in my head at like a dinner table doing the weird like looking for my <laughs> wallet situation and then being like no I got it and I'm like okay like I mean it's sure. always awkward but but think about it from a guy's straight straight guy perspective how much they feel like probably so macho when they say, no, I got it. Yeah. That's like, the thing. I love it when a guy I'm on a date with insists on paying. I'm well, like, this is the but hottest they, thing ever. I also love when they order for you and they're like, she'll have this. And I'm like, yeah. Oh, yeah. I would fully collapse. Really? Well, you yeah. guys know I only share well, a dinner. Well, if they so. know what you want, right? They're not just deciding for you. Yeah. Right? Okay. Like if you talk about what you want and then they order, I think it's so hot. Yeah, yeah. I agree. Over the weekend, he ordered my bagel for me. Okay. It's kind of hot. <laughs> Katie's like, bagel, <laughs> dinner. <laughs> I was like, it was perfect. It was perfect. He ordered the perfect bacon, the egg, perfect. and cheese. No, but like, imagine how they definitely feel this like big dick moment when they can be like, yeah, I'll take I'm the bill. Paying. Yeah. So I, I know it feels like awkward on our end a lot of the time, but like, I don't feel like they've ever felt awkward about it unless they don't they're not having a good time and they're like fuck you this would be a perfect time for us to have a, a guy. guy who dates women on the podcast everybody's gonna dm us and be like you guys have been saying this forever that you're gonna have a guy that is straight okay we pod. really need to because i we need, need my questions right. answered next week <laughs> so. next week we'll make a list yeah we'll okay. find somebody we know plenty of straight guys we're gonna find somebody we do yeah. we we do. We do. Ones that are good <laughs> at answering these sort of questions. That that's true. We need Successful. to find one who's who's like confident on a mic because that's I kind of would rather have a fuck boy. I do too. I want somebody who's a really piece of shit on that's this podcast. That's true. We could I don't him. want somebody that is I don't want a like nice guy. an upstanding gentleman. No, I don't want a nice guy. I want a really piece of shit. Those aren't the people that I surround myself <laughs> with All right. in these kinds of situations. We need the worst of the worst. You yeah. guys send us like the fuck boys in your life. Or those who are not in your life anymore, send us or, their or send username. Us, send us some like kind of micro influencer fuckboys, and then I'll just reach out to them and pitch them on. I feel like we could find them on TikTok. We could an absolute piece All of right. shit. That's the prerequisite. Is that mark you have our to words? Be a piece of shit. Mark our words. Well, you could be nice too. Maybe we can get two. You could be a nice piece of shit. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, we don't want like an actual fuckboy. But somebody who goes on like a lot of dates and is not in a relationship. I would like an actual fuckboy on this podcast. <laughs> so I'm, I'm standing by my criteria for this man. Maybe for the month of February. Wait, does this count? No. You should find West Elm Caleb and give him a platform <laughs> to redeem himself. Yeah, we'll be like the... That would be iconic. The like... <laughs> No, I'm not even comparing We're us the to judge, call her daddy. in the executioner <laughs> and West Elm yeah. Caleb is the fourth. Yeah. Well, the month of February, we can do a fuckboy February and interview a different fuckboy every week. That would be so, that'd but be they, such that would a funny be bit. Perfect. Wait, maybe we should do that. Yeah. <laughs> I actually think yeah. that'd be really funny if we did. That would be. And it can just be a segment. We can just do like an interview segment with. But will they be offended by being called a fuckboy? No, no. they love that. Fuckboys love being fuckboys. They like, like being called fuckboys? A hundred percent. Because okay. then they like to like use it as then banter. Then they're like, oh my then god, like, I'm no, not. I'm not a fuckboy. Yeah. Wow. They're like, that's not me. I'm not a fuckboy. And then it makes Ugh. them even more of a fuckboy. It's, it's perfect. Wow. 
They use it as like fuel to their fire. This is news to me. All right. Well, I think it's time to move on to the next segment. All right. Advice segment. Let's keep it rolling. Keep it rolling, kids. All right. So moving on to the advice segment, which is our favorite segment of the pod. So this kind of goes hand in hand with Colby and I talking about our good old rejection week. But this person said, I'd appreciate some advice on what to do with this guy who so abruptly ended things with me. So we had been dating for the last three months and things were beyond great. He was so consistent and committed, introduced me to his friends, and I did the same. I was falling hard for him and was really happy and he seemed to be on the same page. Or so I thought. Fast forward to two days ago, we are on FaceTime chatting. I have COVID, so no meeting in person. And we start talking about us and the status of the relationship. He goes on a rant while crying about how he's not sure how he feels about me, even though I'm so great, but he's just not in love and isn't sure that he will be. The whole thing felt like an anxiety-driven breakdown of some sort, and I was flabbergasted as he had... I love that. I know that word just... I'm not laughing at her. I'm laughing at that word. And I was flabbergasted as he had given me absolutely zero indications prior that he had those feelings. I said that it sounded like we were on a different page here and basically straight up asked him if he wants to end it. After a back and forth of him saying, I don't know a million times, I said, I want this and I see something here. The question is, do you? And he just said, let's break it off. The call ended there and I still feel whiplashed and blindsided. I love her vocabulary. Yeah. Do I reach out to him and ask for an explanation slash closure? How long he'd been feeling this way and why he led me on? I'm just shocked and confused and honestly really hurt and would appreciate some advice. That is a tricky situation. I'm going to start by saying I actually just saw something on Instagram saying that a guy isn't going to settle down for the right girl. They'll settle down with whoever they're with when they're ready. Oh, I saw that too. Kind of thing. Yeah. Um. Like they have to be like they have to be in the right headspace and just whoever they seem to be with at the time when they're ready to be in a relationship and settle down and take that next step. It doesn't matter who the person is. It just is the timing. Interesting. So I agree with that. Does that mean like girls are the opposite? Like it's not so much. I actually don't think there was really anything about girls. I think it was just boys. They're just saying guys are that's how they pick. That's how they operate. Or that's how they settle down into something that's more so than it's, just being flaky. So here it has nothing to do with you. It's like about the he timing. probably was psyching himself out and maybe his friends are all single and he's like, I don't want to be the only one in a relationship or I don't think I'm ready to give somebody what they need yeah. in a relationship right now, which honestly, you probably dodged a bullet if that is the case. With this, I mean, you have to think about what will actually help you in this head like in this situation like will getting answers to those questions that you asked like how long has he been feeling this way will that really help you mm-hmm. feel any better i think if anything it'll make you feel worse because what if it turns out he's been feeling with this for like the last 6 months or something like that i don't know how I long agree. Uh, they they were dating for 3 months but if oh. they were dating for 3 months that probably means they were talking a little bit before right. or going like, on who some knows? dates and it it might just make it worse like will it change the the outcome right i think you need someone who is like a thousand percent ready to be with you. A hundred percent. Especially. You don't want to have to ask somebody why they don't want to be with you. You want somebody who's proving to you why they do want to be with you. Yeah. People's actions speak louder than their words. So even if he said a specific thing, it's probably a lie. Yeah. Guys lie all the time. 
I don't know. I'm just more for just boys lie. Boys lie, um, except for Adam Harrison. Um, <laughs> you're not a boy. You're a man. I'm not a boy. I'm a man. I'm a mature gay man. Um, no, but I would. I don't think that she should reach out to him at all. Which you guys agree with? Like, there's just no point. Like, what are you going to gain from it? You're only going to be more hurt and let this drag on more for yourself. So, at that rate, you might as well just kind of like erase him, move him into the past. You got to block him on everything. I feel like also he would probably try and just say, I didn't realize I was feeling this way until you brought it up and try and backtrack in that way. Or if like you were saying, it was a strung out thing, then it's natural to then become defensive in those kinds of situations. And then you're probably going to end up being like, but why didn't you just tell me this when you first started feeling like that? Or why did you shrink? Like, it's it's just, it's over. It seems like on that end. And you probably won't get the closure that you're actually looking for. Yeah. Like, I feel like it's it's super hard, like moving on from a situation like that, especially if you were seeing somebody for three months and you really had a lot like strong feelings for them. Um, That's got to be hard, but you kind of just need to, put yourself on the right path, do some things for you, go yeah. work out, go hang out with your friends, throw yourself into things that make you happy so that you don't have to think about it as much and just block him on everything, I would say, so that you're not yeah. tempted to reach out or stalk him or anything like that. I feel like you almost provide your own closure in that sort of situation. Like you don't, you shouldn't rely on him for the closure. You decide that the door is closed. You did it on your own and like then you move on. Yeah. That's what it is. It's a lot of like working on yourself. Yeah. Which so sucks. Take cause... the time for yourself. And then when you feel good and ready, then throw yourself back into dating and then he'll just be a thing of the past. Yup. Amen. You can do it. We believe in you. We deal with the same shit. So <laughs> all men are the same. All men are the same. They're all liars. <laughs> and they'll unmatch you. On and hinge. they'll unmatch you on hinge. <laughs> I hope you run into that guy in like a bar or something. I don't. I would have an actual panic attack. <laughs> well, no, not you, Colby. Because uh, I'm more so curious about that. Like, I yeah. want to know. I need yeah, what answers. What do you think he would say? Do you think he would, he'd probably pretend not to know you, do you think? I mean, we don't know each other. That's true. Colby, we you would exchanged three messages. You wouldn't go up to him, would you? No. No? No. Why would I? What would I say? <laughs> you unmatched me on Hinge that's and then true. made a new profile a few hours later. You know what? That is a, that's very fair. I don't think I would say anything either. All, we literally don't know each other. <laughs> so do you just the like, other thing. Like, I'm kind of wondering what would happen if, because this guy, when he was telling me about the places he goes out, he goes out to places that we go. In the what he lives in Your the guy. Yeah, anesthesiologist guy. guy. Anesthesiologist guy. So what happens if we run into him? Like, am I just are we just gonna pretend not to know each you other? You take the high road and you say hi. Just say hi. Just say hi and that's it. Hey, anesthesiologist. You can actually buy me that drink now if you want. <laughs> <laughs> you still owe me a compensatory okay. drink, but now it's also for unmatching me on hinge. I mean, you don't owe him anything, but if anything, it'll make him shake in his boots a little bit. Shake in his boots. Yeah. You know what I mean? He'll be like shook. I feel that like you he'd said be something. so uncomfortable. Yeah, that's kind of the point. Which is yeah. I'm definitely a pretty confident guy, I feel like. So I yeah. feel like I could definitely definitely do that. Well, good. I like it. Let's try to run into him. Let's make it an effort, actually. Okay. We, well, we, he doesn't gonna, have social media, so we're just going to have to go on bar crawls to all of the bars that you If we just walk around off. West Village, let's just go walk around West Village. Also, he straight up told me that he brings all of his dates to the bar that we went Should on. Should we hire a private investigator? Uh, so we can just go there. Yeah. So I Does think he sh- only go on dates on Sunday nights? If so, I might not be able to participate. <laughs> what do we think about Sunday night dates? Because I, I would never like agree to that. Like, I don't know how you did. It was that. a mistake on my part. I feel like they're yeah. like red flags almost. See, here's the thing I like about Sunday dates is that if you agree to a Sunday date, 
it's like if you waste a Sunday night, it's not that big yeah, of a that's deal. True. If you waste a weekend night, then you're like, oh shit, I could have been spending time with my friends. I could have been doing other things, whatever. I think a Sunday is kind of very when you agree to it, it seems like not that big of a lift. But then it came to Sunday, and you guys remember I was texting you. I was like, I literally cannot believe I agreed to. I a mean, Sunday it's date. like we always so want to record on Sundays, and we never can. Yeah, none, we're neither, too hungover. I also none of us need like my Sunday to get my life in order. Yeah, for the week, I yeah. can't go into Monday without having ample time to not move or to do my laundry. Yeah, clean my room. Like, if it had gone really, really well and you went to, like, two other bars after or something, I don't know. But there, like, isn't really that option on Sundays, I feel like, either. There's nothing really going on. I mean, obviously, there are people out, but it's not vibrant and exciting to go do something on a Sunday. It's more like, if you're going to do a Sunday date, it's, like, the third date and you're getting, like, pasta or something. Or (laughs) it would kind of be fun if it was a Sunday when they're were like sports on and you were going out with their friends that but is that is true i mean technically like a, yeah. not like a date just like hanging out but that's also something that i feel like it would happen after like third or fourth right right date. First but date. like that i would agree to like a sunday fun day maybe yeah. at some point but I, that's why i just think a sunday first date is just something easy to agree to because i i feel like we're so busy during the weekdays and on the weekends like i would not want to give a friday or saturday to a date because like we're hanging out, you know, yeah, like we have true. dinners with our friends or we're going out with our friends and stuff like that, where I feel like but the I, one good thing about that is you have an easy out. If it's bad, then you can be true. like, oh, I have to go to my friends. Yeah, that's true. You know, I, well, know. I, I feel like a Sunday date's also an easy out or yeah, because you can be like, I work early in the morning. Oh, my God. That's what I mean. <laughs> <laughs> Katie, why would you say that? <laughs> Maybe that's why he chose Sunday, so we can get it easy. Oh my god! Oh my god! I'm literally I'm the target of my own advice. I mean, I go agree to a Sunday date so that you have an easy out, and then meanwhile, this guy literally did that to me. He asked me for a Sunday date so that he would have his easy out, and then he used his easy out. But then, okay, well, no. Here's the thing. Oh, okay. So he didn't have to use it. He's like trying to justify the fact that you just stabbed me in the throat with a dagger. I'm really sorry. (laughs) You did it to yourself indirectly as well. I did. You just led right into that. You led me right to that. I put the knife in front of my throat and then Katie just said, let me give that a tap. (laughs) And Katie (laughs) tripped into it. Katie tripped, except intentionally, and then threw it through my throat. It's fine. I'll just go down. I think just something's wrong with this guy. I mean, clearly something is wrong. If he doesn't like Adam Harrison, then I mean, he's a liar. Something. He's a literal liar. What do you lie about? His height. That's true. That was the thing that bothered me the most. Did you I just was forget? Like, <laughs> well, I was too busy thinking about how I oh, got just, absolutely just <laughs> destroyed by this man. But no, the worst part of it was is that I left and I was like, this guy just ended the date with me very weirdly, and he was shorter than me. Like I literally just how dare you? Well, that's all that. You have to think about at this point is how short he was. That's Why do guys still lie about their height? I think we've been over this a million times. Like the greater amount of society has decided that it's just way better to, to be, be truthful. Honest, yeah. Like, did you see the TikTok of the guy exploding in the bagel shop? And it's this guy who has an actual meltdown. And in the meltdown, he starts screaming at this girl about how is it okay for women to berate men about their height? I get shit on on dating apps all the time and it was completely pulled out of left field like he there was no context as to why he brought that up like it was some girl saying oh you're being so rude like you're not you can't be rude to women like that and he was like the hell i can't like women they think it's okay to shit on guys for their height on dating apps all the time he was like rampaging around the oh my God. shop so 
okay. guys lie about it because clearly there's some major insecurity. There's some nerve deep there. rooted the, Those were the comments. It was like, damn, that guy has really been through it on the dating apps. I mean, it's just about the lie. It's the lie. Yeah. You know what's such a luxury? My friend Olivia is five foot and she was talking about her experience on dating apps recently and she said that she's never once looked at the height box before matching with somebody oh, because she's, she's so Anybody's short. Be way taller than what her. a luxury. I know. If wow. anything, someone that's really tall might be an issue for her because right. she can't reach his mouth. Yeah. <laughs> she has to so pick her up. Small. She needs a stool. Oh, she is, she's short. That huh. is so funny. Interesting. Yeah. Well, I hmm. feel like that's kind of a good closer for us is the guy in uh Just don't lie about your height, yeah. everyone. Well, I guess, wait, let's do one more just like little parting advice dealing okay. with rejection. Like now that you you two have been rejected, what are you going to do now? Katie, Cry don't leave it. yourself out of this. <laughs> Wait, okay, I was rejected by the DMV when they didn't give me my permit the first three times. Okay, <laughs> okay. that's not relatable at all. I, I've been rejected <laughs> multiple times, so <laughs> let's... Uh, no, I've also been rejected by guys. Actually, I could name maybe on two hands how the guys in the last two years that have rejected me, probably. <laughs> uh, upwards of 10. Upwards of 10. A few that I saw on Saturday at the palace, which is where we were on Saturday. Oh, all right, and fair. but it's one of those things where you should not chase; you just attract. You know, I like this this uh, affirmation mantra yeah. where it's like, you the, the things that want Are meant you for you. It will won't come. be it won't be difficult. Your yes. vibe attracts your tribe. Like it won't be, it won't be confusing. The right. things that are meant for you will not be confusing. You won't have to wonder, you know, it's just, it'll just be, I think. I hope. That's fair. I'm not lingering on it. I'm just confused. Like I'm Adam Harrison. I should not be rejected like that. I'm no, so confident in myself. Like I think I'm amazing. I'm so just, I'm just so confused why anesthesiologists didn't think I was amazing. You're no. more so just in shock. I, I am in shock. I cannot believe I was rejected the way I was. I don't and know either. The unmatching me on Hinge, like the guy really just crucified me. Well, you dodged a bullet, it sounds like. Sounds like a weirdo. Well, now I need to go find him and be like, what the fuck did I do wrong? Uh, no, you don't. Because <laughs> our, did we not just say? I'm kidding. Asking for I'm closure not going. in that way. You You're not going to hear what you want to hear either. That's, You're never I mean, going to hear what you You guys know I'm the CEO of not taking my own advice. Well, yes. we're going to make <laughs> well, sure. Well, actually, we no. You're the CEO of not taking anybody else's advice <laughs> and doing what you want anyway. <laughs> I literally ask everybody for their advice. And then I'm like, okay, that's great advice. I'm going to do the complete opposite. Thanks. Yeah, Adam comes to me to ask me for things. And then just so he can turn around and do what I say. Not that was literally a joke between today. us one time is I asked you for advice and you were like, you're going to do the complete opposite, but this is what I would do. And then yeah. I did the complete opposite. You were like, yeah, no, you're so right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Why do you even ask them? Is it for the, on the off chance that she would say what you want? No, then, like, I don't think so. I think it's more just like, it's so he can get an idea of what he should do. I think that because, okay. Oh, just the opposite yeah. is, is the right thing. Right. Okay. <laughs> Here's my theory. Eventually, it ended up being a thing. Now, I feel like I've strayed away from this person that we're talking about. That's who true. The advice was for over the past two years that I avoided the advice at all costs. But hey, it amounted to something. So the whispers in my ear for the last two years eventually led up to it. So it's my subconscious brain asking me to ask her advice over and over again until it was so engraved in my mind Okay. that I did it. It only took two years, but... Well, the other thing... That's just Adam Harrison. uh, The other thing that I have realized about myself when I am not seeking advice but ask for it anyway is because it gives you kind of a platform to talk about something 
without having it be a story and opening yourself up for judgment. You're completely right. You're 100%. asking yes. for advice, even though that's not what you you're just looking wanna, for. I think you, you yeah, just want right. to talk about it. You're involving someone but you else. you position it as... Yeah. Like, you're the expert, yeah. so listen to me right. and give me your advice, even though I don't care what you're going to say. I just want you to listen to me. Right. Yeah, yeah I get that. It's more of a event. That's actually really introspective of you, Colby. I like that a lot. And that I is agree. why therapy is great. Oh my God, I love my therapist. You don't got to ask him anything. You just talk. Yep. You don't have to. You just, oh, you yeah. just spill the beans. Talk. I can't wait to tell my therapist about unmatched on, being unmatched on Hinge. It's the topic so of the So let week. me know what she says. So I, I can apply it to my own life. She's going to be like, do you think that you deserve to be loved? And I'm going to be like, yes, Rachel, you know that I'm obsessed with myself. <laughs> unmatched, made in Manhattan. Unmatched, unmatched, unmatched in Manhattan. Unmatched in Manhattan. Literally. I love it. Ugh. Okay. Well. I actually just physically rolled my eyes. All right, guys. Well, it's been fun. Yeah. Any, any other closing topics, closing remarks, girls? No, I'm starving. I'm oh, pretty hungry as well. I'm hungry too. I think we'll live and live and learn with all this stuff. We will. We will. We're learning too. We're, you guys aren't the only ones that go through it, right? You're along for the ride. Yeah. Yeah. The fun ride. Oof. Oof. All right, guys. Love ya. See ya. Bye. Bye. Bye.